All right, so welcome to another Piercing Wizard podcast. I'm Ryan Willett. I pierce at Precision Body Arts in Nashua, New Hampshire. And on the Skype call, I have Will Von Doom. Will, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Will Von Doom. I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Uh, currently, I'm working out of Dorje Adornments in Rochester, New York. Super cool shop. Okay, so uh, Will wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, it's it's kind of difficult to just put a name on it, but I think a lot of piercers are going to, to know what the topic is. When clients come in and they either have bad work done or when you see maybe not great work done online, I think a lot of piercers tend to use that as an opportunity to kind of promote themselves rather than to educate the client about what was maybe wrong about the piercing. So uh, what you know what I see is, hey... This customer got pierced at Shop X. Look at how bad it is. Um, we would never do that at Shop Y, so you should only come to Shop Y. And I, I really feel like we're losing a good educational opportunity for the client to say, well, this is the reason why your piercing is irritated. Uh, and especially online, you know, just taking a picture of something and then saying, oh, this was crummy jewelry. We had to pull it out and put in something nice. Avoid this kind of stuff. But nobody ever really kind of continues that conversation about why the jewelry is bad or, or what's wrong with the piercing. So is that kind of the idea that you were getting at, Will? Uh, it is, and I couldn't agree more with your statement. Um, I think one of the things that we actually run across is um, shock value. It works to a degree, but people become desensitized to it. So one of the things that I think would benefit the industry as a whole is instead of pointing fingers at each other, point a finger at the problem, explain how, why the problem occurred, how to fix said problem. And if you want to, then you can advertise the fact that like, we can help you with this problem. But I think overall, just pointing to people and um, just explaining to them, be like, oh, I wouldn't go there because of this. It hurts the industry as a whole. So I think, I think you're definitely hitting the, the nail on the head there uh, in terms of what's going on. Yeah. One of the really big things that gets under my skin is People need to realize that we're all in this industry together. So a lot of clients might not think, oh, hey, Will offers this level of service here. Ryan offers this level of service or, or these different piercers. To them, in the back of their mind, it's just body piercers. That's so I feel like it's not the client's fault. You know, if they if they go to a shop and they maybe get a, a, a low-quality job, you know, they get maybe jewelry that isn't worth what they paid for or they get kind of talked into something by someone who is, you know, maybe not at the experience level they should be when they're offering certain things. Uh, it's not their fault. They're paying a professional for a service. And it just makes the entire industry look bad when a body piercer says, oh, you know, you know, they, they screwed up this, they screwed up that. I would never do that. Look at these certificates on my wall and, and look at this jewelry. Uh, it doesn't help the client if you maybe make them feel stupid, whether they say it or, or, or you know, bring it up to you or not. Um, they might walk out the door and think, oh, geez, you know, I should have known this. I should have known that. This guy's angry at me, so he's going to think I'm dumb. So I won't even go back there again because I don't want to be embarrassed. I, what I would rather see is a, a situation where you say, okay, well, you know, your piercing is definitely salvageable, but it's irritated because of maybe this aftercare. You know, we, this aftercare might be a little outdated because it can cause these negative effects or it can cause this sort of irritation. Uh, you know, we do offer alternate products, but, you know, here are some other things that might work for you also. That is really what I would prefer people to, to do rather than just saying, oh, they, they still tell you to 
to use this. Oh, well, you know, that, you know, you got to buy this one from me if you want to save your piercing. That that doesn't really do anything positive for anyone. I agree with you on that statement. And the big thing is, is what is, without giving um, the individual any information, you're just saying that my snake oil product is better than that person's snake oil product. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in my, uh, in my uh, piercing experience, what I have always done is, I have always explained to people that I am a judgment-free piercer, and basically what that means is if you have a problem, if you have an issue, I don't care if I did it. I don't care if the guy down the street did it. I don't care if the, the, the most famous piercer you've ever heard of has done it. I'm focusing on how to fix the problem and make the client happy. As a Did we cut out on you? like ego by being like, Oh, I could have done this so much better. And, um, from a lot of clients, one of the, one of the big things we hear is, um, for example, a client comes in with a septum and it's not, you know, sitting well, people will come in and be like, Oh, they said that I moved or I had this done. There's, there's no point in blaming the client because they came to you or whomever for a professional experience. And if there was a mistake that occurred, you can just be like, Hey, I don't like how that came out. And I think in that, uh, in that aspect, it's really difficult as a young piercer to admit things like that. But in the long run, that's what's going to make you a better piercer in my book. Yeah, that's a huge pet peeve of me. Also, huge pet peeve to me also is if something doesn't go your way, uh, you, you can't make it the, the fault of the client. I, I get that all the time. When people come in and they they have a problem with something and they say, oh, you know, well, I, I went to my original shop that I got a pierced at, but, you know, they said that I was sleeping on it funny or that I, I moved when I pierced it. Oh, my skin is or, too tough. Yeah, all these different things where they make it the client's fault instead of just honestly saying, all right, I'm having an off day. This didn't come out great. So it's it's tough. Maybe it's just a, a point where... They don't have the experience, and they haven't really had to deal with other peers in the industry. I, I feel like the more the more piercers you can you can meet, and the more piercers you can talk to, the more good habits you can learn, and the more bad habits you can unlearn. And, and I definitely think, um, I mean, client shaming is maybe not the best term for it, but I think that kind of gets the point across. Where it's it doesn't it's not always the client. Sometimes the piercer isn't perfect, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. You know, sometimes a, a piercing I did doesn't come out 100%, but I'm not going to blame the client. I'm going to say, all right, I'm not really happy with this. Uh, I can either take it out and redo it at a later date, or you you can sleep on it, see what you think, and, you know, if you want to keep it, maybe I can do something else for you to, to kind of compensate you or give you a discount on something in the future. But I'm not going to say, oh, oh, hey, uh, you shouldn't have coughed when I did that, or oh, you were chewing gum, so that's why your your navel is crooked, or something like that. That's that's not really professionalism. Agreed. And I mean, it it does take uh, it does take a big person to be like, hey, I messed up. But here's the big thing: is piercers, just like clients, are human. And sometimes, like you know, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're having an issue. Like if you really know that, don't go to work that day. I know that it sucks, but just stay home. Or like if you have like a bad piercing and you're like, hey, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. Like there's nothing wrong with that either. But the big thing is, is like like you were stating is just admitting to the client, be like, hey, something went wrong. I'm not happy. Like express your concerns. They're a human too. They're going to understand. And and what's the worst thing that's going to happen is, is they're not going to come back and feel uncomfortable with you? Maybe. But the odds are, at least in my experience – 
um, every time that that has occurred with me, um, clients have come back and they're happy because they're like, oh, you're being honest with me and not treating me as just another, you know, dollar bill that walks through the door. Well, it definitely builds trust. You know, if you can say, especially if you are a, a newer piercer, you, you know, you don't want to just try to act like you are Top the end-all, be-all, like you know everything already. You know, it, it really builds a lot of trust with a client if you say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not psyched about this. You know, even if they like it, you know, if, if you have something like, you know, paired earlobes or paired lip piercings and one of them is a hair off, a lot of people might never notice that. They'll, they might still love the piercing and be happy with it long term. But just the fact that you're showing your level of professionalism by saying, hey, I really care about your happiness. And, I, you know, maybe I didn't give you a perfect job, but that's what I'm kind of going for. So if you're not 100 percent happy with this, I'd like to take some steps to, to make it up to you. And that's just part of professionalism. Agreed. And the other thing uh, that I've always done as well is I... Uh I come from a working family, so my work is really important to me. And one of the things that I've always said to clients is I stand behind everything I do and everything that I sell. So if something is wrong, we're not happy with it or anything like that, come back and see me. Because I don't think a lot of piercers realize is once that person leaves the shop, they may or may not come back. And if they don't come back and that piercing has issues or problems, how do you know that that person isn't going to the store that you just badmouthed? you know, two days prior. So you, you always need to keep in mind that um, things happen to piercings and sometimes like that, you know, like issues occur. So you need to make sure that when you express to clients, like make sure that they know that it's okay and they're, they can be comfortable to come back and say, hey, I'm not happy. Like, I'm not going to be upset. You know, I want them to be just as happy as I am at the end of the day. Well, uh, another really important thing to think about is, once a client walks out the door, they're an advertisement for you. That is so they can either advertise positively or negatively. If you give them if you give them a middle of the road job, you know, the piercing comes out good, you did a good enough job, you know, maybe they'll say nothing, but if they say something it's going to be positive usually, you know. But if you give them a bad experience, not only will they not come back, but their friends aren't going to come back because they're going to say, oh, hey, you know, maybe don't go to this shop because, you know, I had a bad experience or, you know, I paid the guy a lot of money and my piercing didn't really come out great. And, you know, he tried to make me kind of feel like it was my fault or, you know, something comes up with aftercare. We all know that clients generally aren't going to take perfect care of their piercing. Right. You know, I mean, that can be said with pretty much anything. And then, you know, if they call her, they come in and they say, oh, hey, it got irritated, but, you know, the Internet told me to put peroxide on it or something. You know, you shouldn't say, oh, that's the dumbest thing ever. You shouldn't, you know, because all that's going to do is it's going to make them feel bad, you know, and then they're not going to they're not going to come back. You want to say, well, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from, but uh, alcohol and peroxide, things like that are more appropriate for a cut or a scratch and not really a piercing, you know, hey, maybe try this product, you know, that can get rid of a lot of these signs that I'm seeing, this redness or this this scaling. Uh, but you have to really look at it that you can you can pay a bunch of money for advertising online or, or in print, and that's never going to get you as much business as just happy clients. So that's that's really the important thing. You, you know, you have to keep your clients happy. You have to respect them as your as your clientele, too. That's a big thing, and I agree with you. I'm, I'm agreeing with you across the board on all these things. But uh, I'm fine with that. The, uh, the big thing uh, that I don't think a lot of people realize is 
Um, like you're saying, word of mouth is the most powerful advertising you're ever going to have. And I hate to use that like one example, but she tells one friend, that friend tells two friends, they tell four friends and so on and so forth. That really makes a difference, especially when our clientele is typically uh, younger people who are very active on social media, um, who are also very opinionated and they do not have any problem, you know, letting people know that. So that's, Definitely obvious with, especially, I don't know what your experience is with review websites like, like Yelp or other ones, but it seems like you can talk to clients and they can have a huge smile on their face. You had this amazing experience, you know, and on my release form anyway, it says, how did you hear about us? And a lot of people write down, oh, Yelp or a Google review. And I'm like, oh, hey, I'm really glad that you had this great experience. Would you mind putting a review on the same website that you found me on so other people could maybe find me? And they're like, yeah, totally. I'm totally going to do that as soon as I get home. And they never do. But you give one person a bad experience or even just like a a so-so experience, and they're going to tell every single person they know. So it's it's one of those scenarios where I – I even if the person is in a bad mood and they're having issues from another shop or anything like that, as soon as they walk in the door, they're my client now, and it's my responsibility to make them happy by the time that they leave. Um, I just recently moved from upstate New York to Pennsylvania, and before I left, I had to actually close down uh, the shop that I was working at, and we left with 68 five-star Google reviews, and the only ratings we had were five stars, and on those reviews, it wasn't just one person leaving like a little bit of information. They were expressing to me like what they found comforting, like what uh, what services that I were providing that they were really exceptionally happy with. And with those reviews, whether they be positive or really negative, you can build off of those and kind of move yourself forward. Like I know a lot of people are very afraid of getting a negative review. But let's be honest, if you get a negative review, that is the most direct way for you to figure out what was going on and how to fix it. Oh, yeah. I've learned a lot from from criticism as well as praise. You know, everybody loves the ego stroke of saying like, oh, everything was perfect and great, but you're not really going to learn a lot. I mean, it'll definitely reinforce the positive things you're doing, but sometimes it helps if someone says, oh, hey, you know, like uh, this piercing was really great, but, you know, the people that were working at the front desk were maybe not so friendly or you know, the the wait time was really long or, you know, this aftercare didn't really work for me and blah, blah, blah. You know, like all all critiques are good, you know, whether right. it's positive or negative, you're, you know, hopefully take it as a, a learning experience. Right. And as, as most of us are small business owners, those are the things that you need to pay attention to. If you were th- yeah, thought exactly. your wait time was too long, maybe should focus on like having games in the lobby or something similar to that where it doesn't seem as long so even though well, it may i be, tried having a street fighter machine in the lobby once and that was a bad idea well i'm glad that it wasn't there when i came to visit you <laughs> because that's all i would have done but all right we're getting to the end of the show well not to cut you off no no problem but uh this is ryan willett and will von doom for the piercing wizard podcast and i want to thank you for listening thanks so much everybody